Welcome to the fourth season of Pop Culture Elevator. You might get off on the wrong floor, but it'll still be the right one. I'm Danny. And I'm Mark. We're going to follow the rabbit down some deeper holes, and we might just make it to Wonderland. That's the adventure we're looking for. We will deep dive into some newer films, but also take a look at some of our older favorites. No movie is too big or too small for us to handle, and hey, we'll even have time to talk about film news and our favorite celebrities. That's why we're the hosts of Pop Culture Elevator. And passengers, we'd love for you to message us. So if you'd like to, you can reach us at a few different places. Our email is popcultureelevator at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is PCE Podcast. Instagram is at popcultureelevator. Facebook is facebook.com slash popcultureelevator. When Mark and I talk about pop culture, we have a hard time censoring ourselves. So there are spoilers. Some of these spoilers are many years old and some only a few days old. We just want you to know what you're getting into. So if you haven't seen the movie we were talking about, you might want to pause this and watch said film. This is your spoiler warning. All right, passengers, welcome back to another episode of Pop Culture Elevator. That's right. Today's episode in season four is brought to you by Precise Public Adjusting. If you're having trouble with the property loss claim, give them a call. They'll make sure that your insurance carrier treats you the way that they agreed to. Once again, that's Precise Public Adjusting at 817-992-5040. And make sure you let them know Pop Culture Elevator sent you. Please do. Please do. Uh, all right, this episode, uh, we are talking about the uh, critically panned Morbius. Yes. I mean, they literally like drew and courted this movie all over the internet. Yeah, and it's sitting around a 16% critical wise on Rotten Tomatoes. And you know how we hey, feel about Rotten dude, Tomatoes. Absolutely. But also, like, what was it? Did you say 16 or 17%, right? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, that's what I saw, too. Like, super low teens, man. Right. And I'm like, teens? I mean, like, I don't mean to be crude here, but when I think, like, a, a teen movie, I'm thinking, like, 1970s movies that starred, like, Ron Jeremy. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that, now, that's a terrible movie. Sure. You know, like... <laughs> But, and then we also have to remember that people are coming in from a critical stance. Uh, but if you go look at the audience score, the audience score is something like 70% right now and rising. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Uh, so there are people going in there and liking it, but I can say this. Uh, I told some students that I saw Morbius and their, their uh, first thing was, so how bad was it? <laughs> like everyone's saying it's Because everyone knows, yeah. But also the crazy thing is one of the students was like, yeah, I just hate Jared Leto. Everything what? I see him and I hate him. And I was like, dude, he's an Academy Award winning. I was like, it's Academy Award winning Oscar, uh, yeah, Oscar winning uh, actor. Not saying that I trust everything Oscars because I don't. We can talk about that. No, I don't. Either, um, yeah. But but I mean, a lot of times when they, when they ha hail an actor as an Academy Award winning, it's usually pretty well earned. Uh, sure. He's a great actor. There, I mean, I could name off a ton of films that he has done that I have absolutely thought he was a powerhouse, should have won something for that movie. Yeah, and There's as far as the Oscars go, it's like, okay, don't get me wrong, it's well-earned, but maybe it wasn't well-earned that year. They just got it that year. I think a lot of it's Because of the way everything is structured. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Who they feel deserves something, but uh, that's a whole that's a whole episode that we could fill. And, yeah, you know, sure is. I was thinking about doing a ton of Oscar stuff on this episode, but Honestly, there's only one thing y'all want to hear about, and we'll talk about that in the news. Yeah, and on top of that, like, did anybody care until that happened? No. no. No, we'll talk about that when we get to the news. Yeah. Um, so anyway, here we are with, with Morbius. This is a tale, uh, this is another Spider-Man villain verse movie, a la yeah. Venom, uh, but turning the villain into an anti-hero. Um again. Again, and we knew that was going to happen, especially with this. We're uh, someone. I think Daniel Espinosa, the director of this, even went on to say, uh, "We are now in the Venom verse." Yeah, which I this. love because uh, there's the Venom verse is huge, and I one of my favorite things in the world is that picture with just about every symbiote slash whoever the symbiote has become hosted with, yeah, uh, or latched onto. So yeah, uh, um, I love that. Yeah. It's it's cool. I mean, let's 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 air let's clear the air for a minute. These Venomverse okay. movies, as we're going to call them now, okay, 
they're not good movies. No, but and, and I, I agree with that. But I feel like that is because of the tension between Marvel and Sony being separate, obviously. Right. And so it's an in association with Marvel. These film, are as opposed to yeah. like it being a Marvel movie. So you have to take that two two things into account walking into this movie. That for one, you're mm-hmm. not gonna be able to put out a Marvel movie without like Marvel being like in full force effect or slash Marvel doing it themselves. It's that you know? Marvel money that they're not using. Like Marvel yes. can throw money. Disney and Marvel can throw money into it where Sony's <laughs> not going to throw the money in there, especially when they know movies like Venom and Let right. There Be Carnage will still make the money. Right. And so the second thing is, and, and kind of building off of the Venom point is for one, Venom is for one, it's is it's it's kind of an enigma. For one, it's like one of the biggest characters they've ever had, as far as the comic book sales are concerned. Uh, Black Suit Spider-Man slash Venom. Uh, so it's like a powerhouse, but it's also a niche character. But this one is uh, Morbius is just a niche character, and right. so I feel like the the there's a curse of the niche character, where uh, for one, their arc is going to be kind of generic and predictable. Uh, like the movie, you know, essentially, unfortunately. Um, but uh, also the story is not going to be as well developed or intimate as those other big, huge storylines. Well, especially when you're taking a story and you're taking out the main character that made the stories. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You, know, you don't have Spider-Man there. And even right. like the hints we got in the trailer that there is a Spider-Man in that universe, they even took that out. The whole yeah. uh, spider, the murderer Spider-Man, that sort of stuff. Like they took that out. It's not there in the movie. And um, the only thing, the only thing we got that this was even in the Venomverse was they mentioned Venom twice, one by name and once by uh, saying, "Oh, that thing that happened in L.A." Both things, by the way, in yeah. the trailer. Uh, so not surprising. Um, actually, yeah, exactly. Well, they they took out the you know I am Venom. Uh, but they took out the, no, I'm just kidding. I'm Dr. Michael Morbius at your service. They took that Which part I kind of liked that, but said, yeah, he still says Venom. Venom. Yeah. So I also really like that scene, by the way. That whole I scene did was too. Fun. Um, this movie is fun. It's pure fun. Super uh, fun. With some pacing issues. Right? Exactly. Yes. It's, it's a fun movie with pacing issues. Um, it's a bad movie, though. Like as movie terms go, if we're going to say like good, bad, if we're going to say in like the clearly the terms of movie, uh, there's some iffy CGI, there's yeah. uh, story plot holes, there's how did they get from point A to point B type stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but with also going back and saying there's bad CGI, there's also some really cool CGI. Yeah, there is. I really enjoyed uh, the colors, the color palette. Yeah. Was really cool. The echolocation, I, I read someone uh, saying, why did they make echolocation look like a bunch of like, uh, like a bunch of ink going everywhere and stuff? And I was like, I don't know, because it's cooler than making it what they did with Ben Affleck's Daredevil. Dude, it's literally almost, it's like if you combine Daredevil with what they did in, not the Dark Knight. Uh, no, uh, with Batman. Uh, the, with, with ba- Batman no, no, no. Batman with the, with he, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's the exact same thing. And they're complaining about it now. And it's like, come on. Uh-huh. And uh, some people have complained about like, uh, you know, the the wind like illustration with the colors there. I and like I that. just think it, it's yeah, me too. I think it's it's really hard to illustrate the air or somebody interpreting how the air is flowing around them. And I thought they did an excellent job capturing that. Yes. And I also want to bring this up, though, because there was the first scene we saw the air in. He was up on the roof. Yeah. It's pushing him off. And mm-hmm. it, it wasn't really well explained of what the hell was happening. And I guess kind of they kind of show you later what is happening. But yeah, it looks I like thought, he's going to take flight, but he doesn't know that he can't. I can. thought Tyrese Gibson was had a power. I thought Tyrese's character, that the agent was like using yeah. power to stop him. Because then he's like, all right, Michael, stop. You know, and it's yeah. like, oh, and everything stops. And it's like, okay, so he. Uh, so, but like. So- now that you bring up Tyrese, well, let me finish it. Let me finish your point real quick. And, oh, uh, uh, all I was saying was that just like that bugged me there, and there were some other things. But yeah, bring up Tyrese. Go ahead and bring up Tyrese. Well, I got some yeah, thoughts on Tyrese. So, that, so don't get me wrong. Like, do I like Tyrese? Sure. Like, you know, he's a great supporting character. Like in the Fast and the Furious movies, he's a great comedic relief. But putting him into this serious detective role, he just. 
I don't think he had the credibility to make that person real to me. Okay, yeah. And his, his character was not fleshed out whatsoever. at all. Yeah. Whatsoever. Like there was nothing. Like they gave us more with the comedic buddy cop than than yeah. Reese got anything. And that's and that's saying a lot. Um, yeah, he's the by the book cop all of a sudden. And I just I and I would love to see his range grow, but right there I just didn't find that in his wheelhouse. I have nothing, but it could have been the character that that they gave him. Again, okay, hour and 45 minute movie, right? This movie is 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 technically short compared to a lot of the other superhero movies out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. which again, uh, I think Let There Be Carnage was an hour and 30 minutes. So mm-hmm. Uh, but let there be carnage did a lot more with their time, I think, because everything was boom, boom, boom. Where yeah, Mike, where Morbius was like, boom, 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 yes. boom, yeah, it's like red light, green light, one, two, three. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's exactly how I felt it. And uh, the the thing that uh, the a great analogy here with Venom versus Carnage. Uh, is and the problem I had with Venom versus Carnage was, or let there be Carnage rather. Yeah. Uh, the uh, so like when the jailbreak scene, right? There's so much going on visually, right? And it's going so fast that it's it's literally too much. And I have ADHD, so that's saying something to me because I can normally catch anything yeah. that most people complain about. Uh, so but there's so much going on that if they had just slowed it down for a minute and maybe drug out that scene, that would have been epic oh right for sure, and for sure. and and not that that scene wasn't cool but it could have been epic and same thing with this movie there are really cool things that happen in an instant and it's like well wait a minute let me save you the flavor for a second and that would have brought up the score on this movie i think with the you know renowned critics and as well as the audience but especially with the renowned critics because i just am like god that was visually so much and in a flash that I'm just like, wait a minute, I just suffered through all this buildup uh, in slow pace and I just get a wham, bam, special effects. Thank you, man. Like, uh, no, come on. Well, come on. The special effects and weren't too bad in this. Uh, they weren't. The The fight scenes were really cool. I thought they did a really good job. I love the stuff uh, between Jared Leto and Matt Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Rather, Michael Morbius and... Uh, milo or lucian <laughs> yeah okay milo number seven or whatever something that bothered me <laughs> is the fact that that's kind of effed up that they kept calling him milo and then it's even more effed up that it's stuck <laughs> even, even into adulthood calling them milo, <laughs> and everyone was calling him milo and it's like dude his real name is lucian man give him, give him some credit there he's got well, a that's name. how you become a villain uh, yeah, that's exactly. the first building block just strip away someone's identity but in saying that so that bothered me a little bit the whole Milo. yeah thing. of course but, it, but in saying that Matt Smith, please keep playing villains. You do it so well. Yeah. Okay. Even with the, so the bad CG is the vampire face. Uh, like when, like when Matt Smith is doing like his dress up montage, uh, he's wearing the suit and he's like flashing around doing like a, like a montage that he's awesome and he feels so good. And that vampire face sucked. Oh, honestly. Are you, are you, are you talking about, uh, Frodo Baggins? <laughs> Not Frodo. Was it Bilbo? Bilbo Baggins? Bilbo. Yeah, it totally scum like Smeagol. Yeah. Ah! Yeah, like for just a second, like he yeah. got a little too pissed off that the ring was in front of him and that's he couldn't the have face. it. That's, that's the totally face that it. Saw the, the vampire face. <laughs> it gets better. It, it That scene for sure where he's got the vampire face on and he's dancing was meh, but like it yeah. got a little bit better and I got used well, to it. Well, Morbius's uh, bad face was pretty good. You know, well, when he, so he goes full Morbius. Morbius' and... face felt more like a, um, it, it was definitely not practical, but it felt closer to practical where yeah. uh, Matt Smith's felt like all CGI, like they put a filter on his face. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it felt like uh, Jared Leto and Matt Smith, um, their, their face was a map of the world, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I know where that is somewhere. <laughs> I, I, you could say that uh, Morbius attacked. Well, you could say that Morbius, you know, is a savior nun and is stranger to some. <laughs> a, so many quotes that you could put there uh, from 30 seconds to Mars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Fonny goes, I was really disappointed 
that we didn't get like a full-on sex scene with Jared Leto and and uh, uh, what's her face the um, Mar- Martine. Oh she's like, yeah, she's like they were sexy, and you didn't have sexiness in there. Well, full-on I, vampire sexiness, and I laughed. I was like, that's that's, that's just the demanding female gaze talking. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Wait, no, I agree, but but also they had an intellectual relationship. Yes, yeah. So and and I don't know. I don't think he's had a lot of time to focus that energy. No, not you at know all. what I mean. Not but I imagine. As soon as you get the energy, you might explore that te- that that superpower too right away. Right. Uh, I don't know. For, I don't for, know. But I agree. It was a little disappointing. Yeah. That that of uh, that character arc was not expanded upon a little bit more, and especially at the end of her arc. Yeah. Uh, just like yeah. another instant, like okay, that's either something. Show me or don't show me at all until the sequel. That's something you gotta you know, like, gotta talk about, I guess, for a second here. Go for it. So the whole movie is set up there's these little inside jokes uh at one point uh the buddy cop brings in holy water to talk to michael <laughs> i love that uh and he's like holy water and he's like hey i don't know how this works just go yeah. just in case right and then later yeah. he's michael's talking to martine and uh martine uh makes him reach for a glass in the sun Oh yeah, that was really like, funny. I'm not that type of vampire. Ooh. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so they make these like inside jokes about what type of vampire he is. And so we don't really know the rules of how it works. We just Well, he's a vampire bat, which is it's a serum, in the realm right? of Yeah, well, uh it's a serum So I think it's a serum combined with like a bite or just like the germs off of a bat combined sure. with that. I'm okay with with getting to the fact of how he turns into a vampire. Like, I'm okay with that. If I can believe that a radioactive spider turns Spider-Man into Spider-Man, yeah. I, I can believe that it's the serum that he makes, right? But uh-huh. the, the other issue I'm having is that I don't feel like uh, Martine drinking his blood and then him sucking her dry uh, would have turned her into a vampire. It's like we didn't get the true rules of vampirism uh, in this one. I don't know. I felt like uh be okay so there's a couple things one i feel like in other lore vampire lore especially more recent lore that that's happened like in the strain they drink the blood and then get the worms or no, whatever again but it's, it's like but, vampire it's like vampirism like we see in other movies but what i'm saying is the rules <clears> aren't really clear cut and so it's yeah like, it's almost like it was just an easy way for them to get that to happen well, 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 just a little bit building on that is just before, and and also to bring back uh, Venom, let there be carnage. Uh, oh my God, uh, Cletus Cassidy, he bites uh, Eddie Brock, and that's how he gets his symbiote. Right, but it, we know that it's a symbiote. We know that the pieces yeah. of the symbiote merging together. We understand how Venom works. I'm just it's, thinking they're using that tool. It, but okay. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's a stretch. But it I feel like they fun, use that. But that's another thing about this movie. No, none, yeah. none of the rules were really established. But that's why it's fun. Uh, There's well, no rules. That's another thing, though, because sometimes rules established make for a better time. Ability, yeah. Uh, like, like let's let's bring up the village. M Night Shyamalan huh. breaks the rules that he establishes very early on, which then leads to him lying to the audience. Now. Did I like yeah. the village? Yes. yes Why did, did most people hate the village? Because it lies to you. Because there was no real way for you to guess what was happening uh, without That's making so weird. a stretch of imagination. I, I read a whole book on this, dude. I loved M. Night Shyamalan for a very long it's, time. Yeah, of course we did. Yeah, uh, I, read, I read the book. Uh, uh, what was it called? The Man Who Chases Ghost or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, it was all about him, but uh, it was, you know, the starting of the whole book was, that was one of the reasons Disney dropped him. They were like, because the village, man, you lie to the audience and they hated it. Uh, that's why I hate was- that. I hate that. I think that that's exactly what you should be doing in a movie. That's mm-hmm. so strange. You lie to but the maybe- audience, but with an M. Night Shyamalan film, uh, we're going into something else now, but with yeah, an M. Night Shyamalan film, uh, <laughs> you, he establishes rules for most of his movies. We have the rules for old. We oh, have that's the rules right. For- he establishes these rules and we know the rules. And now we're playing the game of how they get out of that. Uh, uh-huh. Whereas the, the Village is one of the only movies where we're not established with the true rules. We think we have them and then we don't. Anyway. But aren't um, the, the rules are a farce from the beginning because of the society, which is why I like that. Sure. Anyway, but anyways. Yeah. So anyway, the rules here aren't clear cut, which I didn't hate, but I would like to see more of the rules of how this works. I, I just think that some of the, yeah, sorry. 
I just I was interested with with how the rules could work. I always am interested with the rules of a vampire film. Lost Boys gives you the rules. Dragon mm-hmm. gives you the rules. We get the rules in these vampire films that we love, and they stick with the rules. That's why uh, time travel works in Back to the Future. They give us the rules, and they stick to the rules. Yeah, uh, it's important to have those. And so I'm not saying that this movie fails because of the rules, because it doesn't. It fails because of the pacing. That's where I'm going. Yeah, exactly. I completely agree. Uh, there's just so much, I guess, world building in this one. But and without they, world they, building, there's no building yeah. world building. There's yeah, there's exactly there, but it's not. It doesn't. And that's and that's the curse of the niche character. Uh, but you know the 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 and that's the cons of that niche character arc. But the pro is that you can have a little bit more fun with it. I guess without these rules, I feel like it's a double-edged sword. These niche characters and yeah. man, they, they, this movie well, walked not even a just, fine line, and ugh, it just didn't quite get there. But it was still fun. Yeah, well, not even just niche characters. Let's let's well, yeah, niche characters. Not all of them are though. Like Venom is a pretty big mainstream character. Yeah, that's but a he here's, is. Here's 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 where I'm coming from, and I'll say this. Okay. This movie, I liked it more than I liked Let There Be Carnage, just because I thought Let There Be Carnage could have done stuff differently. Not not that I didn't like the movie. I like Let There Be Carnage. I like this one yeah. a little bit better. Uh, but I give Let There Be Carnage and I give Venom um, more of a break because mm-hmm. I know that character. The only yeah. thing about Morbius that I know was from the cartoon series when he sucked people's uh, blood using his fingertips because the, the the rules of the time said that they couldn't make him a real vampire. That's the only Morbius I know. I've never read a comic with Morbius. I never cared that much. He was not even my favorite character on the TV show. Yeah, um, which I was kind of surprised that he was getting his own movie ahead of a couple other characters. Yeah. Uh, so when he came in, I was like, ooh, well, they're going to like, spell out Morbius and Crayon and they didn't do that which is why it gets knocked down for me and and so I guess when it all comes down to it there's it's it's an hour and 45 movie minute movie where it feels like a lot happens but then when you look back on it you're like no a a whole lot of nothing (laughs) and that's where the pacing issues come in I looked at my watch at about an hour in and was like oh my god it's only been an hour like, yeah. because it's so slow yeah. in the beginning because they're setting stuff up and don't get me wrong. Origin movies have a place, but we do origin movies differently now. You know what, you know, when, you know, when it changed, it changed when the incredible Hulk came out and they gave us a three minute intro of how the Hulk becomes the Hulk. And then yep. they drop us into a scenario. Yes. I'm not saying this movie needed to do that. Cause we know, cause we know how by now everyone knows. And if you don't know, that's what the three minutes is for. The origin could have been done differently in this. I like the little boy setup where they had, you know, yeah. young Michael and young Milo. I liked uh, my, uh, Michael getting the bats uh, through that cage thing. Although I would have liked to seen how that played out because there is no way that he even does not get hurt at all <laughs> with those bats coming at them. Like they are. Although uh, I love oh, when he, they're coming out of the cave, right? Yeah, yeah he's got to get scratched. Up. And I loved when some people uh, pointed out the fact that some um, um, vampire bats in real life don't swarm like that. And eat, they don't even eat people like that or eat animals like that. They actually uh, have barbs on their tongue and they come down and they lick and then they lick uh, the blood off of, of things by barbing them and licking the blood up. They don't and they live off that. They don't uh, suck blood dry, you know, the, the whole thing. Well, okay, but it's a Marvel movie, right? It's a movie. We can yeah. we can forego that. But I just... and, and people are just cringed out by bats, so we just assume that's how sure. they do it. Although there, <laughs> there were several times where I looked at Bonnie and I was like, I'm Batman. Yeah. <laughs> he, goes, he goes inside and it's all the bats going around. Yes. I'm, like, I'm one of the bats and I'm like. I was waiting for him to float up. Float up in the air just yeah. like him. Just yeah. yes <laughs> yeah um okay so we you know guys passengers guys and gals passengers the movie's fun it's a fun movie and if you can go yeah. in there and suspend your uh suspend disbelief type of thing uh you'll have fun with the movie it's not an a plus it's like a 60 percent out of 100 if we're gonna judge it on on the scale of one to 100 yeah i and for me because that's exactly how i kind of scored uh venom i put venom at like a 75 i put uh venom let there be carnage at like a 60 
and I put this one at like a 65. Yeah. And um and yeah, I, I I just think that this is fun. The Venom Let There Be Carnage had a little bit too much goofiness to it. Then that's why it got knocked down for me because I was just kind of like, no, 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 let's 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 keep the stakes high. Um versus let's have all this goofy right. back and forth between Venom and uh Brock. And I just because they're already symbi- symbiotic essentially. And they kind of took that back. Sure. Anyways. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I do agree that you're going to have a good time if you walk into this movie with a clean slate, uh, ignoring uh, all the reviews and just going in there just to have a good time. Because we all have been in the middle of episodes uh, for Loki or just in between Marvel movies and just being like, please, God, release just something. Yeah. And this is that wish granted. And it's good. It's, it's like, thanks. It's a fun movie. It really just, it's super enjoyable. Matt Smith and Jared Leto both give it their all. They're both fantastic in this movie. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and oh, you know, Michael Keaton's in it. You get a little bit of Michael Keaton at the end. Uh, yeah. Which so, I thought he would have a little bit more to do with the actual movie, which okay, is another so thing. Let's let's go into that a little bit, just a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, apparently, remember this movie was supposed to come out like a year ago, mm-hmm. and because of No Way Home, they had to change. Oh, so actually, Michael Keaton had a bigger part in the movie. Um, there was mm. a little thing in the middle of the movie where they meet, but because of No Way Home, they had to change how it all happened. And, ah. but and, and i have a problem with it because um well i kind of like the fact that michael keaton gets let go and ended out of jail and he goes and meets up and he's like hey we're gonna do some good in this town yeah he's, he's definitely setting up the sinister six which they were setting up at the end of uh amazing spider-man 2 mm-hmm. um which i'd be okay with if they uh went that route um of course and i and i and i liked mike i liked morbius as a character i ended up really Same. liking the character and so Same. uh wanting to see more is great uh i kind of hope that um that we actually find out that uh lucian isn't actually dead in the end of the movie and that he comes back because i actually really liked his bad guy too yeah and that's i kind of feel uh, like that's what's going to happen i mean he is a vampire but um you know, there's always some sad sure. sack that walks along and he's got a freaking cut on his arm and yeah. he happens to walk by a random drain and it does the, the yeah, montage of yeah. dripping and it gets into his mouth and he's alive again. Right, well, <laughs> they did something that was supposed to hurt him. Whatever. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It'd be really cool to see him come back. Uh, of course, we've got the female uh, Martine turning into a vampire, but Michael Keaton. Um, so Michael Keaton coming in and being like, oh, we should form a team together and team up and so it's definitely they're teaming up and they're going to pull a whole uh sinister six thing later but it it just didn't make sense to me only because of the fact that uh they now need to figure out a reason of why um why he why he jumped why did he go over when the only people who came over as we know were people who uh who knew spider-man's identity uh so I do kind of wonder if maybe uh, Sam Raimi's um, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness uh, will explain a little bit more. Maybe that yeah. opens up something there. Uh, so yeah, it was kind of cool seeing him. I would like to know how he made another Vulture suit so fast, but... Uh, right, because he's not in his universe. Right, exactly. Um, but who knows, you know, whatever, how it happens. Uh, I liked it. It was kind of a fun little cameo, but it doesn't. And there was nothing at the very end, folks. If you're staying toward the very end of the movie, there's no after credits. Uh, just- <laughs> Sorry, this brings up a good little memory. So, like, I, you know, I was, don't get me wrong, like, I had fun, but I was a little disappointed by this movie. And it almost felt like they made this movie just to give us end credit scenes in a, the Doctor Strange uh, trailer. Yeah. And uh, so I'm waiting. I'm thinking there's going to be a post credit scene. Uh, and I had Googled it and I'm like, there's only two, we've seen them, but I'm just going to stay just in case. And uh, like a lot of people, you know, those people that even though, even though the internet is right there, they can Google it. They're waiting for the end. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I really got to go to the bathroom. So like, I'm like, you know what? I've waited this long. I'm just going to wait here on the side and then I'll dart off. And right when like the logo comes up uh, for, I forget what, not, not Paramount, but, but what is it? Uh, Sony. Sony, yeah. And uh, of course, Sony. So uh, right when the Sony logo pops up and the credits stop, 
and you would think it's gonna fade into a post credit scene, I just let out this like raunchy burp for the whole, <laughs> for the whole theater to hear. And <laughs> it was just hilarious. And then I darted off to the bathroom. And uh, but, but you know, people were giggling or whatever, but they were also just like, oh, this <laughs> like that's it. And I just kept imagining in my head like somebody being like, what? All we get is some like roar <laughs> in the in the post credits. I was like, maybe thinking I'm gonna go like check the Twitter sphere and see like if there was any been, random. Was it a roar at the end? You know, they could have done would have been really neat if they just did exactly like they did with the end of Venom, where it was like a, a mini trailer for Spider Man into the Spider Verse. That would have been great. They could have just put like a little scene from Into the Spider Verse. Anything that's coming at the Anything. end of this year, man. I'm so excited. That trailer was like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway, um, let's go into the always drag through nevers. Oh wait, wait, wait. wait. Oh. So, so do you recommend it? Must oh see? yeah, I, you know what? It's gonna be one of those hard recommends. Like I recommend it because it's a Marvel. It's it's a it's a Spider Man tie in film. I'm not saying yeah. it's a Marvel film, but it's a Spider Man tie in film. Uh, I eventually they'll put these all together, um, and we'll see kind of where they all go with it. And there's supposedly a Spider Man in that universe. Whether they uh, bring in Tom Holland or whether they uh, actually do like Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire uh-huh. in these films, probably would make more sense to do Tom Holland just because they're younger characters. But although you know what, uh, Jared Leto's like fifty years old, forty something. Man, he does not look forties. No, dude's always gonna look like he's beautiful. Yeah. Um, but you know, none of these actors are young, so they could do like a volt, like a. a Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire, and I'd totally be there for it as well. Um, But anyway, uh, to see them, yeah, if you're a fan of the comic book films, go see it. Uh, I can't like outright say everyone should see this movie. I don't think everyone should see this movie. I I would love you to go see it because it should make some money and give us like a really cool sequel, possibly, Mm -hmm. um, or tie-in stuff. But uh, as far as like must-see, Eh, eh, for a comic book fan, sure. Uh, I don't know much about the Morbius comics. Uh, maybe they follow them, maybe they don't. It's a fun movie. If you're a Jared Leto fan, go see it. If you're a Matt Smith fan, go see it. Yeah, yeah, same here. I just won't echo you too much. Just uh, basically, it's an enjoyable film. Uh, do I recommend it? Sure. Is it a must see? No. And uh, but you're gonna have fun. Regardless, yeah, if you're a fan of the people in the movies, so. go in knowing that it's not like uh, the most crazy marvel film you've ever seen and going knowing that um that it's sony and not full-on marvel you're just gonna have fun with it just uh going yeah. with low expectations you love it uh that's what i think i have at a lance when it was <laughs> low expectations and came out loving it <laughs> yeah same. i'm really surprised because lance kept saying this gonna suck it's gonna be terrible yep I, I thought it i thought it was not gonna be great and i just i was just like you know what i'm just not gonna have any any thoughts about it until i see it and what's, it worked out great. What's been really nice is seeing the low scores and being like, hey, Fonny, uh, it's not got great scores. Just so you know. So, so when she goes in and comes out, she's like, okay, yeah, enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I've been saying enjoy a bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I pre-ordered it, uh, Steelbook 4K, because I will watch it again. I think it's cool. I think it'll be cool to have in your collection. Plus, I already have Venom, both Steelbooks. Yeah. I cannot I have it. It's gotta gotta have the set. Gotta have the set um always drag to never jared leto matt smith tyrese gibson i already know it oh i already know it i'm sorry i already know it yeah uh jared leto's my must see matt mm-hmm. smith is my drag too tyrese yep. gibson bye bye i'm sorry yeah yeah and and, and and he was supposed to and plus tyrese was supposed to die <laughs> in, in fast nine yeah it's like how did you for real like like ludicrous like his words right out of my mouth like how are you not dead right now that thing literally fell on you and then you just walk out from behind it like come on <laughs> so same here always jared leto I mean, come on. Uh, even in Panic Room, he was awesome. Oh, my God. Uh, no, you can't say even in Panic Room. Panic Room is amazing. Panic Room was awesome, but that was like David the beginning. Fincher, man. Well, that wasn't the beginning of his no, career. Dude, I, go, but, let's go back. Let's go way back. Let's go to my so-called life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Requiem I mean, he's a dream. Great. Yep. Yeah, all these movies. I've tortured people with that movie, but I love it. And <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. So 
dragged to Matt Smith, never Tyrese. And I do like Tyrese, you know, Baby oh, yeah, Boy. You know, I, that, great, great movies. But uh, just like in Baby Boy, he's normally the character that gets kind of like slapped around and is uh-huh. kind of supported, kind of supportive. So anyways, that's that's my story and I'm sticking to it. And, and I can't, I'm sorry, over Fast and the Furious, I can't let go of Doctor Who. Yeah, exactly. I could never live without Doctor Who. Oh, so good. Amy Pond. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's hear a word from our sponsor. All right. All right. Coming in with the birthdays and news. Uh, April 3rd, we have Adam Scott. Yeah. Adam, Adam Scott uh, has always been one that I've really liked. I just want to bring this up. I really liked him, but like, I love him uh, yeah. with um, Parks and Rec. Yeah. And did you ever did you ever see that interview he did where uh, he'd always wanted to meet Mark Hamill and then they got Mark Hamill to come in? He's like a little kid. No. Oh my God, it's Mark Hamill. Uh, it reminds me of Big Bang Theory when Mark Hamill shows up at his door looking for his lost dog and uh, <laughs> uh, Wallowitz like he's like I'm gonna need a minute. Closes the door and he's like it's Mark Hamill and opens it up all cool face. <laughs> That's so funny. Adam Scott also, of course, we have to bring up uh, his amazing role in Step Brothers as the uh, villain Step Brother. The villain brother, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he plays the perfect D-bag. Yes. Like, he's almost likable, but then he says something just terrible. It just crushes you from, like, ever being able to like that guy. He, did, then, he does that perfectly. But then all the other movies he does, like, where you're like, oh, he's so lovable. Like, lovable yeah. TV series, lovable movies. Lovable. He's just a lovable character. I really, well, really enjoy him. He's a super jerk in uh, Walt, Life of Walter Mitty. Oh, that's right. That's right. But again, he's just cranking that up, that perfect D-bag. But yeah, he can play really nice characters, just like you said, in Parks and Rec. He's very lovable in that. Uh, except for when he gets a little angry or a little perturbed. Sure. But he's not, he didn't crank it up to you know, D-bag proportions, he just gets a little cranky. Yeah. Anyway, uh, after Adam Scott, also coming back, I can't wait for him to be in the um, <laughs> revival of Party Down. Oh my gosh, I love Party Down. Oh, yeah. Love him in Party Down. Uh, April 4th, man, RDJ. My hero, dude. Robert Downey oh, Jr. goodness. Come I cannot back. get enough of this guy. His life story is the amazing. The best comeback story, right? Weird like science. Yes. Drugs, alcohol addiction, going to jail, coming back and being freaking uh, Iron Man. Just a paragon of like personhood. <laughs> it's insane. Have you ever seen um, Chaplin? Chap- Ch- yeah, Charlie Chaplin, the movie that he did? uh once a while a long time ago so good so good man robert Downey jr is just a great actor who i uh always love seeing his movies the same i even like that movie where he's all hairy fur he's like a really hairy dude so he's like locked away because it's like i don't know the 17 or 1600s yeah it's a it's it's crazy and he's it's insane and i even i love that movie too what? Uh, yeah, for uh, let's see, what is what's the name? The Lionel imaginary Steve. portrait of Diane Arbus. Yes, I even like that movie. Uh, I mean, ob- it's obvious we love weird science and, and whatnot, but stuff like that. Natural Born Killers. He was awesome in that. I, I mean, I cannot get enough of this guy. Yeah, I do love me some Robert Downey Jr. Uh, after Robert Downey Jr. Hey, uh, April 5th, we have Haley Atwell. This is going to be like the next few are going to be like Marvel characters. <laughs> yeah, we, since they didn't come for the movie that hard, we're coming in for the birthdays hard. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Haley Atwell, who is amazing as um, Agent Carter uh, and yeah. also as uh, what Captain Britain. Well, uh, what? She's going to be doing Tomb Raider? The a TV series. The, the cartoon series. They're doing a Netflix. Uh, it's a cartoon series. A Netflix Damn cartoon it. series, and she's playing the voice. She would be amazing as an, a live action Laura Croft. Sure. I, I oh agree. Oh my God. I agree. Uh, but I loved her in uh, the show, of course. Um, the, the Agent Carter? Agent Carter show. I wish yeah, they didn't was... cancel that. Why, why did it get canceled? just because ratings they got two seasons it's so really good commendable she's gonna be in uh, mission impossible seven and eight so that's exciting nice. um but yeah she's she's great and i uh i have a feeling that she's gonna show up 
in uh, the multiverse of madness. She has to. She has yeah, to. As Captain Everyone has to show Carter. up in that movie. Nice. Yeah, oh, it's ah, very cool. Yeah, Captain yeah. Carter. They're, they're gonna pull in the what if oh. characters on that one. That's my guess. I hope they bring back uh, you know, small Steve Rogers with the the Iron Man suit, essentially the Marvel Oh, that'd be one. so cool. That'd be, that'd so, be so cool. cool. That would be so cool. Uh, April 6th, we have Paul Rudd, Ant-Man himself. Mm. Did you watch? Okay, so uh, Paul Rudd, if you've never known this, has this great skit that he does. Not skit, but like prank he plays on Conan O'Brien. You ever seen the Conan O'Brien pranks? I think one. Oh, is it because it's the same trailer every time? Every time he goes to play a clip from a movie, he plays a clip from (laughs) Mac and Me, the old 1980s film. I used to love Mac and Me. Everyone's like, you ever seen Mac and Me? Yeah, I love Mac and Me. Mac and Me was my E.T. For a very long uh, time. Okay. Um, but anyway, so this last time Conan has a podcast now. So Paul Rudd came on the podcast and he's like, So let's talk about your movie. And he goes, Well, actually, I've got a, a, a clip from it if you want to hear it. And Conan <laughs> was blindsided because he's like, How can you play this movie? Uh, and he played a clip. It's so, so funny. <laughs> so funny. Keeps getting them yeah, year after year. Time. It's so good. Um, but Paul Rudd's so good, man. From from uh clueless. To yeah now and he still could play. looks exactly the same dude it's like the best looking 50 year old you've ever seen in your life he's just he's able to grow a beard now like you can tell he might have a beard by the end of the day if he doesn't shave now as opposed to back in the day i i, I look forward to paul rudd movies uh i love same. you man ant-man of course uh I thought he was really funny and what is it like uh, my idiot brother? My idiot or brother. Something? Yeah, our idiot brother. But yeah, yeah, that that was really funny. I mean, uh, oh my god, what's the what's the other one where they're uh, they're best friends and uh, Jason Segal? I love you, man. I love you, man. Did you say that? Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I love that. Also, uh, wet hot American summer. He's Andy. Oh yeah. Yeah, in both the the movies and the TV series. Um, but uh, I can't wait for Quantumania, the new Ant Man movie. Uh, yeah, that, that literally, honestly, that's what got me so into the Ant Man movies is the science, uh, and and really the illustrations of the quantum realm. Because if you ever try to Google a fourth dimension shape and try, and they just basically they put up like a two D image of a, a four dimensional shape, it's impossible to like conceptualize so i'm just i'm very appreciative of all the things we get to see when he goes into the quantum realm yeah it's fun uh, because that i mean i feel like it takes some money to build up those illustrations and they're everywhere yeah in that in that part of the movie so i'm very appreciative of those movies and then 200 cigarettes a very niche movie that you probably can't really find anymore without torrenting it or really diving through about a hundred bargain bins um, but that one was a really good one. I don't think it aged very well, but it was really good as far as the PC community is concerned. Sure. I mean, there's a ton of, ton of, ton of movies that he's been in. It's just, you can go on and on and on. So, uh, Romeo and Juliet, last one, we'll say <laughs> he was in Romeo and Juliet as, uh, uh, Dave Paris. He's like the guy that she's supposed to marry that Juliet's supposed to marry. Brian and, uh, Fantana an Anchorman. Brian Fantana. Yeah. <laughs> This is 40% of the time. It works every time. Knocked up. Role models. Yeah. It was Night at the Museum. It can go on and on. Oh, that's right. Nice. April 7th, Jackie Chan, man. Jackie freaking Chan. A legend. A legend. No no one. We're not going to, in our lifetime, we're not going to have another Jackie Chan. No. Uh, Jackie Chan's still doing his own stunts. Uh, May not be doing the best movies anymore. But, but, but you know those stunts hurt, especially oh, yeah. at this age. Like, but whew. I go back and watch some of his old movies, and I'm just like, this dude. I'm I'm talking old movies. I'm not talking yeah. Rush Hour. I'm talking like Drunken Master. I'm yeah, talking, yeah, yeah. I'm talking these older films. Uh, Flight, uh, Flight of the Condor. Something yes. con- just con- Condor Rising. Con- something Condor. Anyway, uh, love these movies. These older Jackie Chan movies where he is just kicking butt. Taking names later. Love me some Jackie Chan. Always. Always and forever. Yes. Always and forever. And he's just the sweetest guy, too. Like, his, everyone loves him. Oh. Everyone loves him. Like, how, how do you go through Hollywood like that? 
yeah me too i'm just saying like it i would imagine you know like it's like almost like every celebrity has got some skeleton that they've dug up and it's like cancel that guy yeah like not jackie chan everyone loves that guy police story can't believe i almost didn't put in police story (laughs) dude has 141 credits to his name whoa 141 super cop <laughs> Operation, can't Operation, be stopped. Operation Condor. Operation Condor. Yeah, there's a, another like flight of the Condor that yeah. I was like, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All these movies he's done, just looking back and I'm like, I love these movies. Drunken Master. I said that already. Uh, Shaolin Wooden Oh, Mesh. Shanghai Nights. Not oh, that's yeah. not as good as the other movies, but I yeah. yeah. Well, they're, enjoyed they're it. great. They're fun movies. Anyway. Dude's awesome. Uh, Project A. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm just looking at his list and I'm just like, I love these movies. Is Mr. Uh, nice Guy the one where he's like a spy? Yes, that was a good one. I love that yeah, one. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. That's not it. Uh, that, that, that's a different one. Uh, it's the tuxedo. The tuxedo. tuxedo Sorry, that's right. Yeah, my my MDB is going slow, movie. but I remember that's yeah, and that's uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Is it? Jennifer yeah, Hewitt? it is. It, I believe so. It's Mr. Nice Guy. Now I'm like looking. Oh yeah, Mr. Nice Guy. Okay. Yeah. When he started doing like a bunch of kids movies. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> April eighth, we have another Marvel star. It's well, Fox Marvel star, uh, Taylor Kitsch, who played uh, Gambit, our first oh, yeah. and only live action. Remy LeBeau, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like Taylor Kitsch. Uh, I thought he was a fine gambit. Uh, I was still annoyed that we didn't get like our super Cajun gambit. So. Yeah. I mean, well, he was pretty Cajun like with yeah. his accent, but, uh, but like, what I liked, was, you know, the comic book gambit. Yeah. I want to call it like the black chin strap yes, thing yeah. and the headband. And um, I don't know. I just, I didn't feel like we used his power enough. But Taylor- uh, but he did a good job with it. Yeah, Taylor Kitsch just kind of got a bad rap. He didn't really do a lot of good movies for a while. Like he did Gambit, and everyone was like, "Uh." And then he Battleship. did Battleship. But <laughs> yeah. he, he was fantastic in Friday Night Lights, the TV series. Like that was his real big claim to fame there. And so, so he was in Savages, which I didn't pay too much attention to because I. you know the problem with the narrating. I did not like it. But yeah, uh, he was in Snakes on a Plane. I don't even remember. We liked that one. Point. Me neither. I mean, I, I liked... Actually, he might have been the boyfriend or his girlfriend. The peanut you know, allergy dude? Was he the peanut allergy dude? I, I thought he so. was maybe the guy making out and then the girlfriend gets a snake on I the I don't remember, dude. I don't remember no. at all. I uh, I don't know. Yeah. I remember very little of that movie. I remember being in the, the theater experience was that I remember of that movie. Because yeah. I don't think I've actually ever watched it since the theater. Uh, I don't think I have. I think I've turned it on once or twice since the theater, but I've never finished it yeah. since the theater. Bonnie <laughs> asked me yesterday, she was like, do you just watch a movie once and then remember quotes? And I was like, yeah. Uh, yeah, Not me, though. I watch a movie a thousand times, so I know it back and forth. No, but she's saying, like, I'll quote a movie. And she's like, we saw that one time. How do you remember that? Oh, because it was, it was such a quotable line. I don't know. I got a beautiful mind. That's why. Last but not least, <laughs> April 9th, we have Kristen Stewart. Of course, yeah. you all think of Twilight when you think of her, but she actually is a good actress. Uh, kind of like uh what's his face? Uh Robert Pattinson. You just have to find the right movies. I don't have much to say on her. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I kind of disagree. I don't know. Again, like just to bring up Panic Room again, I loved her in that. Um but she's pretty quiet and she just convulses a lot. I don't know. Go go watch. Uh, uh, so I don't know. Go watch Twilight. She's supposed to win awards okay. for Spencer and uh, Underwater was supposed to be Spencer. really good. Still haven't watched. Spencer was the one that's about um, Princess Diana. Oh, the wife of like that one. She plays Princess Diana. Okay. And she did Underwater, which was supposed to be fun, like an alien underwater film. Uh, I heard that wasn't bad, so I want to watch that. There's a few movies. I'm that I have. into that theory, so that would be cool to check out. Yeah. Anyway, happy birthday to our celebrities. Happy birthday. Without you, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. So thank you. Let's talk about some news. Uh, it has been, we don't need to spend a lot of time on this. It has been talked about forever. Mm. Will Smith walks on stage, slaps Chris Rock in the face during the Oscars, <laughs> says, get your get my wife's name out of your mouth. You can't talk about her because he made a G.I. Jane joke about her bald head because she has alopecia. 
it was a bad look for everyone. Chris Rock Dude. handled it amazingly. He did. Hat, hats off. This like standing ovation to Chris Rock. He's a class act for the way he handled that. I hated how Will Smith handled it. It was so dumb. Worse. But it didn't feel like Will Smith actually really felt that way until Jada. He was laughing at the joke. And yeah, Jada... no, seriously, dude. Like, okay, they were talking about how after the the slap, Denzel uh, and who was uh, the other actor? I don't remember. They pull him either. aside and Denzel's telling him, uh, you know, hey, man, you know, uh, when you're at your highest, that's when the devil comes for you. Yeah. Literally, Jada is that devil. Like, hot take. I'm sorry to say it. But like I, this girl has been abusing him and traumatizing yeah, him for yeah. years, and that stupid joke slash her look to prompt him to do something about it, yeah, was just the straw on the camel's back that just broke him. He and broke. he did something stupid. He broke, and and it's, it's costing him. It's costing him. He's he's yeah. lost Netflix and Amazon deals for movies he was gonna do. Yeah, uh, and I just feel so bad for him. I mean, don't get me wrong, he did something stupid. But like to be pushed to that point, to where just the slightest thing sets you off, it's I, he is because insane. he completely broke his own character. Oh, like he, sure. you, we've never seen anything like that from him, and I just think it's unfortunate, like that he doesn't get like. Don't get me wrong; it was bad, but it it was a slap. It's not like he went up there and just started pummeling Chris Rock, right? But you know, Chris Rock but could have shot press charges, could have sued him. Would've that's won. another thing that was super classy. But they're also supposed to be friends. You know, there's so some it's... bad. There's some bad blood between Chris Rock and and the Smith family already. Oh, be, I didn't because know he made fun of Jada before on stage. Really? Uh, but this is where my this is where things get really confusing. The next day after the Oscars, Chris Rock's uh, tour was going on sale, and it sold out Despite. within minutes. Right. And after the slap happened, they got the most ratings they've had in years mm, for the yep. Oscars. Yep. It just, I question, but I don't think it was fake only because Will Smith wouldn't take that. He's so, like the, supposedly the nicest guy in Hollywood. How would you? So if you look, there's a video of him coming. It's it like shows for one. It's 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 like, oh, look at Jada. She's laughing right after he slaps, after Will Smith slaps Chris Rock. He says, he just slapped the bleep out of me, right? Yeah. And, and everyone laughs, but Jada also laughs too. And she's amused by this. Oh, and it's, on a, it's top manipulation. Of that, it's manipulation. Yeah, it's and it's level. just like, yeah, and I'm just like, dude, you did that to just hurt him a little bit more. Uh, this is all just for your enjoyment. Someone made up the, and made the joke. He it's can like, never win your approval. Will like, Smith that. dropped out of the uh, out of the academy. Like he 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 resigned from the academy, right? Yeah, it was after classy. this happened. Like, yeah, sure, it was. Uh, he still get to keep his Oscar, right? Like that's the big thing. You want an Oscar? He doesn't have to worry about it ever again. But um, yeah. uh, but also, you know, is he going to get work after this? Probably. But like they even, of course, he will. They even stopped Bad Boys Four. Dude, there had so, like okay. So here's my thing. It's going to no, be a while. Sad. It's going to be a while until he he makes a comeback. Here's my thing, and I don't mean to well, wait. Compare. Wait, let me finish. Let me finish what I was going to say. Go for it. Sorry, Jada Pickett Smith will never ever ever go to the academy awards she'll never be part of that yeah so all she did was basically seal the deal that she's never gonna i yeah be a part of that world yeah and, and i don't think she really ever was to begin with she's done some good stuff she's been invited but, but she's oh but yeah i'm that's sorry the I, joke that chris rock made before uh oh? he, he made a joke because she was boycotting it uh, one year for something, and he made the joke while he was there. Well, Jada Pinkett Smith boycotting the Emmys, not or the Oscars, not like she could ever make it here anyway, or even invited or something like that. Now that's that's a way better joke than the G.I. Jane joke, and that yeah. might have totally been like warranted a slap at the time. Yeah, but <laughs> but off screen, you know, but yeah. uh, the fact that it had been on screen, but uh, oh man, I was gonna say something. Uh, I think it was about Jada or obviously it was about Jada or Will. Um, blah. Oh, well. I got a better thing for you. Bill Skarsgård, who played Pennywise the Clown. Yeah. Uh, has been cast as the next Crow. Oh. Wait. No. I don't like it. I don't like it. 
Well, the question is, are, is it going to be another Crow story or are they going to try to make another Eric Draven story? Uh, will this be a remake or will it be a reboot? I can guarantee you whatever we want, they're going to do the opposite. I don't really care about another Crow. I do if it's like the first one. <laughs> I really like the first Crow. First one's amazing. Second one is actually passable. The rest are all awful actually crow three is not, there's a rest of them crow three is not terrible it's passable let's say this crow one amazing crow two good crow three passable crow four is an awful piece of pile of crap that should never have happened <laughs> yes i've watched them all <laughs> oh well i need to watch them all just do you know do you know because i do crow and crow. crow four who's that edward furlong what edward furlong no is the way crow. and you know who the bad guy is whom David Boreanaz, Angel from Buffy. It's the worst piece of that crap. That sounds terrible. It's the worst piece of crap I've ever seen in my life. Samuel and I rented Of it all year. movies to get him to come back for, they wouldn't bring him back for Terminator sequels. And they put him in Crow? Yeah, Crow 4. <laughs> Straight to DVD mess. Poor shame. <laughs> but Crow 3? Pretty all right. I think actually, I think Kirsten Dunst is in Crow 3. Mm-hmm. I guess she wanted some more. Crow three. Let's see it. Salvation. Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, Kirsten Dunst and Eric Mabius, who you would recognize, uh, did this one, and I actually, uh, I actually enjoyed it. Um, William Atherton from Ghostbusters. You know, uh, is it true this man has no dick? Yes. <laughs> yes, it's true. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's he's in it as well. Not a bad. I think he plays a bad guy. Not a bad one. I actually kind of like. He's uh, got to be a good villain. He looks like a great villain. Yeah, uh, pretty good uh, movie. You know, I think it went. Uh, I think it didn't do well in theaters, but I actually liked it when I rented it. So, hmm. um, Estelle Harris. <gasps> uh, uh, sorry, I remembered my Will Smith point. Uh, okay. So here's the thing, and then we're you know we're all upset that this person slapped somebody on TV, right? But we've had football players do horrendous things absolute like cause absolute tragedies and we're like you know what we gotta have a game they gotta be there next sunday i'm sorry bro like it's, gotta have my gotta have my football sure sorry it's, it's get him a ring get you gotta get that ring and like sword. and yeah i'm just like come on dude like it's a slap don't get me wrong it was public but yeah he didn't murder anybody. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, don't get me wrong. I think it was bad. Uh, but yeah. I'm not worried about it anymore. Anyways, I, let's I'm, sweep that under the rug spent, because I'm done hearing about it. I was going to say, we spent way too much time talking about that. Bye bye uh, to that topic. Estelle Harris, who played Seinfeld's mom on the show Seinfeld, has died mm. at age 93. She was also our Mrs. Potato Head voice in Toy yeah. Story. Sad. Uh, 93, though. Great life yeah great life uh love all the the seinfeld actors coming out with pictures and stuff with her and uh you know all that so rest in peace was she she in grandma's boy as the grandma no that was the one from everybody loves raymond okay see yeah mixing she passed away years ago though yeah that's right do love grandma's boy though we gotta watch that again soon uh bruce willis stepping down from acting after uh his aphasia diagnosis poor guy yeah i don't i don't know which one it is if it's uh if he's having trouble understanding words that are spoken or if he's trying to speak and the wrong words come out there i think, I it's, believe the, there's two I think types. it's the understanding uh oh, no. and and it's been something that's been happening for years and people have said his health declining so uh you know how bruce willis has all these straight to dvd movies that have just come out recently uh, yeah yeah or state streaming that was it he said i'm gonna do all the movies i can do because i know i have this diagnosis just to give money to my family so that they have money that's, that's what great. he did so he just did wow. a bunch of crappy movies he knows they're crappy uh but he did them all just to do that it's different for like nick cage he's like i'm gonna do a bunch of these crappy movies but i'm gonna give my all that's- that is pretty amazing um that's a family man right there and honestly, I can't. I don't. I don't know if you, huh? I can't wait for the unbreakable. Uh, yeah, unbearable uh, weight of massive talent. Oh, it's gonna be great. Sorry. Anyway, um, I just hope he gets well, if that's possible, or uh, it, it just is. some just sort of rest. Take some rest time. 
Oh, I, well, I hope he that didn't that say retired. He said stepping away. So maybe that oh, means good. something. Yeah, good. I, I, I really think that he could rehab his way back to these things, but that'd be nice. It, it's going to be a long road, and I'm in it's my prayers are with him. It's the first time I've heard of aphasia, and so um, <clears throat> thank you for another thing that I could fear from getting older. <laughs> I was glad to help you here to, to let yeah. you know what it was. <laughs> oh, I knew what, I knew what it was, but now that I've learned it, uh, yeah, another thing to fear. Like, oh, <laughs> um, let's hear a word from our next sponsor. Okay. Hey, Mark. Today's sponsor is Vix Vivacious Vampire Vixens. That sounds dirty. Nah. He hires out women to come and scare your friends into believing vampires are real. Okay, that sounds fun. Says here that our passengers get an extra vixen if one is hired out for at least an hour. That's correct. Just mention Pop Culture Elevator. Thanks, Vix Vivacious Vampire Vixens. Thanks. Yay! All right, passengers, we're on the uh, portion of our show where we're doing the elevator pitch. If you don't know by now, I'm going to give Mark three random words from our random word generator, and he's going to uh, come up with a movie pitch to tell our uh, movie executive on the elevator. Uh, He's got 30 seconds on the clock. Mark, are you ready for your words? I am ready. All right. Your words are flood, motorcycle, chair. (laughs) I do feel like I could do something with this. Yeah. <clears throat> Flood motorcycle. Ah, God, I'm trying to avoid these, you know, like you read the words and it's like you try to put them in, or your brain puts them into like one sentence and you're like, that sounds stupid, but it's just what pops out first. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can go so many different ways with this. Yeah, like exactly. Bl- None of them are going to be too bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm just like, there's a dude on a chair and it starts to flood. And so he has to turn his motorcycle into a sea <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying to kick that thought out of my brain right now. So. <laughs> no, my brain, my brain went to like, there's a flood happening and it's a dude in a wheelchair and he's able oh. to make his wheelchair into like this motorcycle or mix oh. it with a motorcycle and make like a boat. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Okay. Okay. For real though. Hold on. All right. All right. Like cheating right there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that is kind of cheating. But this this is a crappy idea that popped out. I'm like, that's not good enough for this. Uh 30 seconds is almost up. All right. So we have a man. Man with a plan. And that plan just goes to do-do. Uh, this guy, let's see, he's a chair manufacturer. Guy uh has been just making uh you know, boutique furniture for a long time. He's been doing great. Uh, come to find out the wood that he's been getting from a certain forest is like blood wood. You know, the, blood wood. you know, <laughs> that's actually that would be a good show name. Copyright. <laughs> Pop culture elevator. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so uh, this guy uh, basically gets canceled for where he buys his wood from because of the slave or uh, child labor violations that he had no idea. He was just buying this awesome wood uh, to make his super strong, very classy quality furniture. Uh, Well, he's got a close up shop. He buys a motorcycle and uh, he's basically like, this is my, my joy right now. My motorcycle, I like cruise around uh, I'm going to everything I've sold to liquidate my company and just get away from this mess. I'm just going to kind of cruise the country and, you know, just see where the, the Lord takes me, where the wind takes me or the universe takes me, whatever you believe in. And uh, yeah, so he goes to New Orleans, uh, just going to go have some fun, taking the sights. And of course, in uh, the naval that is New Orleans of bad weather, a flood occurs. And we got another Katrina or whichever hurricane you want to choose that happens almost every year. It happens. It starts flooding. And this guy is just SOL. Things just keep happening to this guy. But he has to survive a New Orleans flood environment. And he chooses to use his carpentry skills to help build boats out of, you know, the not not the flood at home but like the roof portions that are still exposed and dry and he tries to make rafts to help rescue people and get them out of the flood zone all right i'd see it bloodwood 
<laughs> and then he teaches everyone a lesson because that bloodwood gets them out of the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uncanceled. That's 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 how you make slave slave labor okay. Oh, oh, that's no. terrible. Oh, oh my no. god. Sorry, bad joke, guys. No. I make terrible jokes. I'm not <laughs> not for slave labor. Sorry. Oh snaps. That's we're fun. We have fun. That was total sarcasm for anybody who thought I was being literal. <laughs> well, oh man, please come back and listen to us next week when we probably talk about Sonic 2. Oh, okay. We're not doing the uh, the unbearable weight of talent or whatever. Is that coming out next week? I thought it was soon. And you know what? It's probably I keep thinking it's the first week. It's like the 20th, right? Yeah, yeah, so it's, it's not next. My bad. Yeah, I was gonna say my bad. Uh, it's April 21st. Got it. I keep thinking it's April 1st and it's the 21st, so that's what it is. Yeah, All no, right. we're no, I'm I'm no Sonic was like one of our biggest episodes. We're doing yeah, oh yeah. Oh Sonic. yeah, don't believe me. I totally want to do Sonic, it's gonna be amazing. Oh, it looks super fun, even Plus, if it's terrible, it's still gonna be great. Oh, but the reviews are reviewing it better than the first one, so oh, very cool. What did it score? Better than 17. Uh, well, the first one, <laughs> first one scored at sixty. This is okay. scoring at sixty-six. Whoa! 67. Wow! But okay. all the other, all the reviews I've read are fantastic. Uh, from from all the nerd sites that love video game movies, that love video uh-huh. games, are scoring it big high, and we love video games, and we love Sonic. We love that yeah. they're bringing in the crystal, the the emerald, the the yeah. master chaos emerald, and yeah. and this could could be jim carrey's last movie i'm gonna see it yeah he says he's retiring but i doubt um i I bet i I don't know i mean well he said he's only retiring until he gets a script that truly moves him that he needs to do it's gonna be sonic three three (laughs) sonic three uh what about uh, eternal sunshine of a not so spotless mind no what i do need is that movie to come out on 4k that's what i need that would be cool Thank you for listening to Pop Culture Elevator. We love you, passengers. And remember, if you want to contact us, you can reach us at popcultureelevator at gmail.com, Instagram at popcultureelevator, Twitter at PCE Podcast, and our Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash popcultureelevator. Thank you again for listening. We will see you next Wednesday.